up with my shit just way too long I'm so gifted at finding what I don't like the most So I think it's time for us to have a toast Let's have a toast for the douchebags Let's have a toast for the assholes Let's have a toast for the scumbags Every one of them that I know Let's have a toast for the jerk-offs Gotta never take work off Baby, I got a plan Run away fast as you Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. It's the first cold day in Texas. It really is. Like, I was surprised. 57 degrees Fahrenheit. That, that, for those that aren't from Texas that are listening, that's cold for us. Very. I know y'all used to those. 25. It's like those, 25 on north right now. And those negative degrees, we don't do those negatives. We, we, we shut the city down for those negatives. We shut it down real quick. We shut it down for 30. Hey, but but in these fifties, I'm bringing out these badass jackets I got in my definitely, closet, bro. Definitely, I, I have badass jackets on deck. <laughs> Where you going with them? I don't know. I just have them ready. <laughs> I have I have an addiction for badass jackets. I got an addiction. I for will, bad hoodies, man. Hoodies. I will find a badass jacket in the summertime and I'll buy that hoe and be like, just wait, your time is coming. Your time is coming. Dog. I, I've sat on jackets for two years waiting for them to. Cause there was that one year it was only cold for like two weeks in Texas. Literally. And I had I had to bought a badass jacket for that year. I ain't pull it out. I just left it Damn, on the shelf. For all real. The That's why I've never just got a pea coat or no shit like that. Cause it just it just doesn't get cold enough. You nah. don't wear that bitch one time out here. If that. Oh. But I mean, like, I'm sitting there thinking about like the fact I got a lot of hoodies, and I'm like, I laugh at the fact that, you know, cats be getting their hoodies taken up by their girlfriends. So I'm like, I thank God I never had that problem because I really love my hoodies, man. I got I got like about six or seven. You so you have a hoodie addiction? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, just because I think it was more of a. Uh, I think when I was young and I saw Eight Mile, it kind of just I was like, God, you know, I just like that look. And back then, I used to always get like uh, random like the zip up hoodies, and I used to get a uh, get them spray painted and shit, and just get like a lot of gang affiliated shit on there. But I just love it. <laughs> I've been loving hoodies since I was about fifteen. So now I usually just try to just get something that, for me, um, I'll go out my way and try to get a unique hoodie. You know what I'm saying? I don't just just I don't just get a basic ass hoodie now. Like I try to get some unique. I be I be online looking. I got some coming. And I, and, I, and I really feel like that's as cold as it gets in H-Town. Hoodie weather. weather. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why not be prepared for it? But like as far as like pea coats and the and the big bubble jackets. No, don't get me wrong. The jean jackets are clean too. I love my jean jackets. But even then, the jean jackets may be a little... Uh, they, they kind of be a little too warm too sometimes. Because it's just not that cold out here. It just don't get there. But anyways. Bro. Had had LASIK eye surgery this morning. I see. You seen that? It's kind of creeping me out. You seen that? Yeah. You see the bruises I got going on in my eyes right yeah. now, bro. I've always been a, when I was when I was with my ex. I, she used to always ask me, you know, should I get LASIK? Should I get LASIK? And I was always just an advocate of like, you know, the same thing I told you, like, no, like, there's no reason for you to get LASIK. So in my mind, I'm looking at you and I'm just like, what was the real motivation behind you getting it? Because I guessed for her was she was a diva. So I think for her, she she didn't like wearing glasses. She hated wearing her glasses, and obviously she wore contacts. And I guess her, without her glasses on, she felt prettier, maybe, or she felt like she looked better. And I was like, I know that's not Jay's case. So no, I know I'm ugly, but wow. uh, <laughs> the thing for me is, see, I started wearing glasses in the fourth grade, and okay. I wore glasses from fourth to about eighth grade, mm-hmm. and then eighth grade I started wearing contacts. Mm-hmm. So I've been wearing contacts for like 16 years. Shit. And with that, it's before you go to bed every night, you need to take these off. Mm-hmm. First thing in the morning, you know, if you if you don't have backup glasses, like I had, I recently got backup glasses like three years ago. But for the longest part, I just solely went on contacts. Mm-hmm. So you can't see anything until you get up and put them on mm-hmm. or you're just blind, you know. Or Dang. when you decide to go to bed, you'd already took them out. Or even the worst case about it is, like, a lot of people say, all right, yeah, it's cool to sleep in your contacts from every it now is? and then. Yeah, every now and then it's fine. Mm-hmm. But you, they highly advise against it. But every now and then it's fine. But when you do sleep in them, 
they're like glued to your eyes the next morning. Oh shit! So like when you try to take them off, if you try to take them off without putting any drops in and like lubing them up, then it just like burns and stings, and it just colors your eyes and everything. So for me, my motivation was I just want to wake up and be able to see. Just want to be like me, huh? I just want to be like every <laughs> everybody else. So what is the percentage of people out here that have bad vision? Like for me, like my son, his mom has horrible vision, and my son's vision. He he's has good vision, but he my vision is twenty twenty. It's regular. My son, I do fear that when he's like in his later teens, that his vision may go a little funny because when he takes like eye exams, he, you know he struggles when it gets to like the kind of medium letters, you know. And I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm like that's kind of weird because like my vision's good, all my brother's vision good, but his mother's vision is fucked up. And I'm like, as of right now, it seems like it skipped him, but I don't know. Yeah. Is that something that hit you in fourth grade or? I don't even know how I ended up at the eye doctor and it was like, oh, you need to see. I don't know. My mom was just, you know. Just curious. Just so curious. so he might be straight though. Cause he, he's already, he, he might be straight. I would hope that it doesn't hit him in 10th grade. I mean, I, it, it'd be messed up to kind of just show up all of a sudden. That'd suck. And, but the thing about LASIK is your prescription has to be the same. They say for a year before you're even eligible for LASIK. And see, my, my prescription has been the same for like three or four years now. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know what that means, but okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, because you have perfect vision. You wouldn't even go to the doctor. <laughs> it ain't perfect. You can see, my name. There you go. Bro, before the surgery, I took them glasses off. Them, them contacts out. Look, man, I can see big objects. Don't ask me to read shit. Don't ask me to watch Damn. anything on TV because it was just a That's big like a blur. secret life you lived. I never knew that, dog. I honestly didn't. I wasn't sure that your vision was that bad until we went to Austin. But I was like, okay, this nigga vision fucked up. This nigga really, he, he's carrying the contacts around. Because I think, I oh, think yeah. some people, like, they treat their contacts like they treat their glasses. They wear them sometimes. No. So no. I thought, you know, you know, you wore your contacts sometimes. You didn't really need them. No, it was unnecessary. You was blind? Blind. Dang. So was your, do you have super hearing? Nah. Yeah. Oh. Low key, low key, my body has been breaking down for years. Because most of the times, I can't hear shit either. Damn. <laughs> It's like, I'm always like, oh, my ears clean? It's supposed to enhance one of your senses. <laughs> I think he just took L's. L's. I was, <laughs> I just, I was just taking L's, L's down the line. Physical but then, then again, like, a lot of people mumble when they speak. We do. And so it's kind of like, huh, what'd you say? Huh, mm-hmm. what'd you say? And, and people continue, will, like, say it again, but not speak clearly. So then at the same time, I was like, all right, I can't hear it, but you ain't speaking clear. <laughs> Niggas can't barely speak English. Like, like, if you don't speak clear, you know I can't hear it. How you going to hold me accountable? Dang. So, so hearing kind of fucked off. Vision kind of, vision was definitely fucked off. Vision was definitely What about your, your touch? Yeah, I'm just touch pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 could, I could probably touch something with my eyes closed and, and know what it was. Okay, okay. I would hope so. If it's something familiar. Some people can't do that, though. Something familiar, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Smell. You got I know what I know. Some shit stink. You got a sensitive nose, or you just you just got a regular nose in your opinion. In, your opinion? in my opinion, I think it's just regular regular nose. Cause I know some people that get headaches because their nose is so fucking good. Nah, nah. Okay, okay. But yeah, man, I'm glad that you can see like I guess 75 percent of us. I'm just gonna throw that number out there because I I imagine yeah, because I just you think the larger majority of the population can see? I would hope so. I just, I mean, I don't, you know, because for, for some reason, glasses aren't something that is just, I just see all the time, unless people just are really cool with their contacts, and they just do them so swiftly, I never noticed. Yeah, maybe. But that's yeah. something I can research later. Speaking of research, I was bored. And like, you know, I was, um, you know, looking at some, um, people are still arguing over the Confederate statues and stuff like that. And I just keep seeing, you know, people always talking about how, oh, you know, you don't see monuments of Hitler still up and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, that's understandable. You know, Hitler was a, a, a major part of world history. And he, Hitler's basically the devil in so many ways. So when I was sitting here, like, looking at the fact that, okay, you don't have Hitler statues up, which makes sense because, I mean, you're not going to immortalize somebody that is the devil. I was like... I wonder if there's anything up that still reminds you of the Holocaust or if you go to Germany and you'll still see something and be like, hold on, you know, this shouldn't be here because it may be offensive to the families of people that, you know, suffered in the Holocaust. And, and lo and behold, I look, I found, I come across a bunch of concentration camps 
that they may not still be up, but for some reason they haven't been torn down. They, they no, they, they they got burned down by like British soldiers, American soldiers. But my thing is, once they got burned down, I kind of feel like you know you don't even want anything right there that's going to remind you that this was even there. But if you go to a lot of these places, they don't. You know how you go somewhere like where a tragedy happens, um, it'll be like a memorial, like a, a headstone or something like that. But they don't even have like, like like nine eleven. They just hollowed it out and exactly. But yeah. this is to me the, the the thing that they have at this one. Uh, it's called a uh, Bergen Belsen. Uh, it was a concentration camp, and I think about fifty thousand people died there. They have like a, a. It's not even a memorial. It's 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 like a monument to like represent that the concentration camp was there. Now, I don't know because like when I look at the when I look at the monument that's there, it's like. It doesn't say rest in peace to the 50,000. It just was like, it was here. And I was like, Oh, huh? oh this is where, we, where the concentration camp was. It and was, I was like, and it's I, right I here. I saw that. I was like, huh. I mean, I, I got to look deeper into it. But I'm like, to me, that's kind of like, huh. I wonder if these people were, you know, first world Americans, if this monument would still be there. Because technically, I mean, what do you even need that there for? You know, and I can imagine it was at least 12, 13 uh, concentration camps within maybe... 30 miles of each other at that time and a lot of them got burned down but for some reason they want to they want people to remember that they were there and I'm like why? And like I said I mean we, I read, we, we want people to remember that slavery existed. In, 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 in what ways? I mean About the Confederate just, statue? Just, just mentally. Oh yeah that's but that's and we talked about this before the ideal is going to live on regardless. Because I mean let, I mean not to say that these two instances were the same but let's compare slavery and the whole Okay. Because a lot of people try to try not to acknowledge that the Holocaust even happened. There, well, I don't know why. And then in, in recent times, it's been kind of like a minor news headline that it's like, yeah, we're gonna stop teaching about slavery. We're just gonna kind of pretend that didn't happen. I mean, what what else can you do to to not push that ideology forward? Because for when I'm sitting there and I'm on Netflix and I'm seeing these documentaries. It's a bunch of documentaries on on Hitler. It's a bunch of doc- documentaries on Nazism and blah blah blah. And um, yeah, you got your Black Panther. You got your you know you got your your Black Power type of documentaries. But in the day, you got a lot of impressionable minds out there, and they get that information, and then they kind of want to feed off of it and extend it to their daily life. You got a lot of people that are losers or just they have nothing going for themselves. And they're sitting in their house, houses right now, probably watching Netflix. Like, I want to be the next Hitler. I want to be the next Malcolm X. I want to be, and I'm not comparing the two, but I'm saying right. they want to be those two people. So when they go out, you want to you want to be some kind of historical, yeah, because nemesis. Well, I won't. I wouldn't even say nemesis, but you want to make a historical impact. Exactly. You don't want to be. People don't want to be forgotten. And I and I'm realizing that even with the uh, with the shooter that was in uh, Sutherland Springs, right? Yeah. If you really do the background information on that shooter. He was an atheist. He was a, you know, he was a uh, Democrat. He, uh, well, not necessarily a Democrat, but he, a lot of his ideologies were liberal, meaning he felt like Christian conservatism was was fucking was stupid, and that's why he targeted that church because that church was a was a basically a haven for the conservative Christian, you know, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, so, and, and at the end of the day, they said that. Pretty much, he was a he was basically a low life. He served in the military, but every time we talked to him, he would always hate spew. You know, people that believed in God and you know, blah blah blah. And then I kind of feel like he felt like his message wasn't getting heard enough. So in order for his message to be heard, let me take out these twenty six people. Yeah, you know, and and for people, and, and even with that being said, like it's just so hilarious to me how. And not hilarious in a good way, but it's so hilarious to me how when these things happen, people think that it's okay to push their agenda. Like that shit is foul. I don't care what yeah. side of it you're on. You could then you all could, of a sudden it's like, see, this is why we need gun control. But if you dig into this, you realize that he didn't have that gun legally. Like le- legally, meaning that the the um the vetting process that was in place failed, no matter what. Like. He was discharged from the military dishonorably. He shouldn't have had a gun. But guess mm-hmm. what? He still obtained one because when he wanted to get his gun, 
the vetting system was just poor. Yeah. So I mean, what do you 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 toughen the uh, gun control laws? People still gonna slip through the cracks. Like, so like you're, 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 not, you're not going to get everybody. You're not. You know how many people are in America? 325 million. Somewhere. That, that is a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? And, and, that's, and obviously, that's just an estimate. I just like to say we got half a billion people in America right now. Mm-hmm. Half a billion people in America right now, and you think you're going to stop every crazy motherfucker that decides they want to get a pistol, get an AR, get some type of, some type of weapon, and go on a mass, mass killing spree. The problem is, like, and I'm and I'm saying this to say that, yeah, you could stop teaching about slavery, yeah, you could stop teaching about Hitler, but there is always some way or another where a person is going to dig up this information and do what he needs to do. You know, it's, you you really can't eliminate it wholly. Like, come on, dinosaurs were what? You know, whether I believe in dinosaurs or not, <laughs> <laughs> dinosaurs are millenniums old. I mean, you're still, you still got people that are still studying them. And I'm like, why? Like, people actually still study dinosaurs and fossils. And I'm just like, you gain from it. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, the purpose of this show today is we're here to help. As, and, as usual. Yeah, yeah. And um, late, late, just, just in your mind, visualize that you, you walk into this laid-ass therapist session we got the big comfy couch over there in the corner. Well, he has his desk on the other side of the room. I got my desk on the side of the room. And we're here to help you. Exactly. And today's topic of choice is definitely one that I find intriguing. Because the thing that made it grab my attention was I was reading a post. And um, it was about this lady um, that swindled, I guess, 10 guys for iPhones. And she turned the iPhones into an investment. And the head the headline read, "Woman gets ten beta males to buy her ten iPhones to buy her iPhones, and she turns it into." Is, is that an older story? I believe it is an older story, but it was phrased that way, and it made me. I guess because the iPhone X is just just made to made a drop. I guess it just popped back pop on my screen, with, yeah. and I'm like, 10 beta males." I've heard the term alpha male pretty much all my life, and believe it or not, all my life I've always felt the term alpha male was kind of whack. I just kind of felt like. We're, humans are animals to, yes. an ex- to an extent. You have your animals where, you know, theoretically, when you look at an animal, when you hear animal, you think of savage, you think of, you know, you think of feral, you know. When, th- when you think of animals, you think of there are lions and you're, they, they have that hunt, that yes, kill. Natural and, animalistic instincts. Right. But we're super evolved animals if you really want to look at it like that. Because at the end of the day, if there are aliens out there, when they come out here, are we going to look at aliens as animals too? Just saying. We, we'd assume that they're super evolved. We would assume that. What if we were smarter than aliens? Man, that'd be scary. Like they had just got, got to the point where it was like, oh shit, we can leave our planet? And came here. It's like, what? We've been to the moon. It's like, you know, y'all just got here? Y'all just, this is the furthest y'all been? Y'all don't even know about Pangea. God, don't get me started. <laughs> but at the end of the day, they might come here and be like, "Do Earth go hard?" Oh no, man! Oh no! But once again, when I hear when I hear the term beta, when I saw the term beta male, I'm like, okay, automatically, okay, beta male, alpha male. So I was like, okay, did she swindled ten, you know, beta males for iPhones? What does that really mean? So if you was the YouTube. Alpha male versus beta male. One of the first ones that's gonna pop up is this this YouTube video um, from AskMen.com that pretty much it doesn't break down what both of them are, but it tells you ten tips to let you know that you're not an alpha male. The most ironic thing about this video is it's a female telling us <laughs> what an alpha male is. I immediately I listen to one and I immediately just stopped because I was like I'm not about to listen to a woman tell me what an alpha male is. I respect her opinion, but at the same time, I'm just like, okay, come on. You've never why are you been a not, man. Except why are you You've not telling me about alpha female and beta female? You know? So, although I, the first one that made me, the, the first one was hilarious because it was like, you know you're not an alpha male when you when you let the woman pay for the dinner. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, this is all, so these mere actions make you an alpha male. And, and, and even in that instance, Depending on what kind of male you are, 
that might be an alpha move for you. It it might it might be some ball shit. It might because what what would you what would you determine what would you say a pimp is? Is a pimp an alpha male? In comparison to females, or is in comparison to other males? Other males. Because if it was in comparison to other males, probably not. That's what I was thinking. But in comparison to females, he might be because he's dominating them. Because he's dominating over. And then the only way that you get out of him being alpha is a stronger alpha comes through. Exactly. And he's a beta in comparison to him. So obviously with this show that we're doing right now, we're going to break down what we are, what we identify as. And which is easy for me. I, it's easy for me. Trust me. Okay. First, I'm going to just break down what an what alpha male is based off this random thing I got from uh, GoAskSusie.com. Susie, okay. once again, Susie. Shout out, shout out to Susie. Yeah, whoever that is. Alpha male, mature male, is self-aware, love-motivated, self-mastery, self-fulfilled, eliminates excuses, consistent winner, calm, assertive energy, expands under stress, seeks honest advantages, constructive mental habits, able to process discomfort. Okay, okay. Sounds fair. I see that. Beta male, obviously, it's going to be the complete opposite. Immature male, self-absorbed, ego-motivated, self-pity, selfish, defense excuses, compulsive winner, aggressive passive energy, uh, regresses under stress, rationalizes deceptive tactics, destructive mental habits, unable to tolerate discomfort. One of the ones that stuck out to me in there is, ironically, was what made me ask about the pimp. Because it was like, rationalizes deceptive tactics. That's what pimps do. Mm-hmm. So automatically, if you just take that one section of the beta male, you would automatically say, okay, a pimp yeah. is a beta male because he, he makes his living off of his deceptive tactics. And like you said, to women, looking at that pimp, he may be an alpha male. But that tactic alone, based off this random chart that I just found on the, online, He'd be considered a beta male. Definitely. Um, so, we did get one response. Uh, shout out to uh, Noise Pollution. Um, they gave, they sent us a, a DM, and it basically, I'm not gonna read it all, but uh, he, he he liked the topic. Um, <clears throat> Blake, that is. Um, he basically said that we are conditioned from childhood on who and what others think we need to be in all aspects in our life. Mm-hmm. That one little sentence right there. Makes me say, I could just take that sentence and act, go ask Susie. Because it's like, ask Susie, you're telling us what we should be. You know, <laughs> that's what it, that's how I see it. So, and it says, um, our current society is great at coddling people and encouraging people to look away from the true nature of the world and how it really works and what really goes on. While those who have figured it all out are winning at life. Bruh. I'm going to just stop right there. I don't even got to read no more. Shout out to Blake again, like I said. Understand something. When I say that I'm pretty confident on whether I'm an alpha male or a beta male, I can pretty much say, you can label me as whatever the fuck you want to label me as. <laughs> I don't care. Because no matter what, I don't think... My true belief is, it's impossible for me to just look at myself and say I'm an alpha male because I was raised by a woman. Like It's not possible for a person that was raised by a feminine woman solely... To, to she a, a feminine woman is not gonna raise an alpha male. How is that possible? It's just not. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just to be knowing, real, knowing, knowing what it takes to be an alpha male, you have to be raised by one. <laughs> so I know a lot of guys out there are probably thinking to themselves, "Oh, I know I'm an alpha male. I know I'm an alpha male." Were you raised in a single parent home? Was it a woman that raised you? Okay, it's a good chance that you're not. Now I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying it's a good chance you're not because the foundation isn't there. Like Blake said, you're conditioned by society. And you're when you're raised by in a single parent home by a woman, depending on if you have sisters or brothers or that are older than you, your society, which is your environment, is conditioning you to be who you are. Yeah, which is possibly gonna be a beta male. And at the end of the day, being a beta male isn't a bad thing. You know why? Take a beta female versus an alpha female. You know what an alpha female is described as? Mm-mm. An alpha female, and, and, and I promise you, this is, when you look this up, you're going to laugh. But the first thing that it's going to say about an alpha female is basically they're bitter and they have a wrath. 
I swear. <laughs> like they're bitter, they have a wrath, and more but, than likely they're that, alpha because of their past history with boyfriend. That doesn't sound positive at all. <laughs> like, that doesn't sound so positive I, at all. And then you know what a you know what a, a beta female is? Sweet, demure personality, nice, easygoing, approachable. Hmm. Mm. How often do you see a woman posting that they, oh, I'm a beta female, blah, blah. They're what? What do they post? Alpha. Alpha female. <laughs> Not knowing the definition. I'm saying, like, I see this stuff and I just be like, man, like, I wonder if people, like, know these things. But people brag about stuff and, and, and it's just like, why, though? Like, it's the, it's the automatic of things like, okay, alpha is good, beta is bad. White is good, black is bad. Yeah, you know, just just your association. There's no gray line, but it, it, uh, at the end of the day, in all honesty, like I believe that there is um, there's an omega male too, and um, it's crazy because it gives you two different. I mean, it's funny because when you look at alpha beta, aren't these like fraternities and sororities and shit? They, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. So, but they have an omega male, and they basically they basically say the omega male is like the alpha male. In the sense of basically when he walks into the room, you know, they're the person that people look to for motivation, inspiration, and they're the one that get the women. And that's more than likely the first thing that people see because when they hear when they hear or see those words, it's the first thing that come to mind because they only see the positive parts of it. But in all honesty, when I think about a true alpha, like I really kind of feel like, man, that's that's a pretty tough. That's a pretty tough life to live. To always have to be dominant, always have to be in the leadership role. Like, come on, like, like, like even <laughs> even when we had this conversation when I was coming back from Dallas, I was like, you know, I was raised by mostly women, so mm-hmm. therefore my emotional side is something that a lot of men that were that were raised primarily by their dads or something like that don't show. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I have no problem showing my emotion. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that at all because. I was brought up with a, by a woman, my grandma, my numerous aunts, you know, my older cousins. Like, I have no brothers. So, I, I have a lot of, of woman influence in my life. And that comes from seeing a lot of emotion displayed. Of course. Because, I mean, in a, in a woman's feminine nature, that's what they're going to do. They're going to, you know, a woman is more likely to break down because she doesn't have a problem with breaking down. Society doesn't tell her she can't break down. Right. See, when Michelle Obama was talking about, and I and I sent you another post on this because it's 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 hilarious once again to me. I don't know, my phone been tripping today, like yeah, because you didn't you didn't respond to anything. I've, but I haven't gotten any. You, you were under you were in surgery, so I didn't. Yeah, know. but then even that, like I didn't get text messages weren't showing up on my phone. They wouldn't. I wouldn't get an Instagram. Oh, it's just time for you to get the iPhone ten. That's all, bro. It's a, it's, <laughs> it's just time I'm fighting it, bro. That's my rent, man. No, no, you finna get this ten. You finna no. get this ten. My man, my man. <laughs> I'm 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 need Tom Cook to to to, to tear down the iPhone and build me a new iPhone. But I need to be cheaper. Straight up, bro. But uh, no, I had sent you a post about it was just this uh, and I can't even find her right now. But it was this girl that pretty much tweeted out something similar to what uh, Michelle Obama said. When she basically, she's she doesn't realize she's doing it, but this is what she's doing. She talks about how single parent homes, mothers, because everybody, I'm a single parent. I'm raising a son. So more than likely, my son is going to grow up with a, a mixture of things. I don't, I'm not very emotional and coddling with my son. I'm hard on his ass. I'm a man. <laughs> you know, so that's. Coddle, overall, coddling is a problem with our society today. But who's more likely to coddle somebody? Uh, definitely one. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. Even, and, even in my life, like even in dating experiences, I've had women try to coddle me. It's like, no, don't, don't sugarcoat shit. Like, we're two adults in a situation. Give me the brass text. Like, give me the, like, don't. They can't do that though. No. That's not. That's not natural for them. That's not a natural instinct for them. And more than likely, you know, she's probably a beta. She's probably a beta female. She's probably a sweet. Trying to be trying person. to be sweet, spare feelings and shit. Yeah, no, no. there's nothing wrong with that. And there's a lot of beta females out there trying to raise men. And more than likely, they're gonna raise beta males. And when they raise those beta males, you just kind of have to accept the fact that they're it's the be woman's pimping. doing. <laughs> that nigga gonna be, you know. But you know what's funny? The reason, the the low key though, I've always known this because I I have I had like two friends that are actually grew up to be pimps, and the thing that they both grew up in single parent homes, by raised by their moms. And the thing that they knew, and they they a lot of them had a lot of sisters too. They kind of were like you, 
But the thing that they 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 had better than me and most of my other homeboys was they knew how to treat women. They knew how to talk to them. Oh yeah, it's oh. key. Oh, so definitely. like in order to be a pimp, I mean, be slightly attractive and know how to talk to women, and that's all my homeboys knew how to do. I had a sit down conversation with a pimp on his birthday or for his birthday. I remember back that. In August. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, the words that came out of his mouth were, "I am not having these women do anything they weren't already doing." I'm just showing them how to do it better. Justified his deceptive behavior. <laughs> That's what betas do, according to this random. According, according shout out Trump Susie, man. though. Yeah, Susie, she dropped a gym. Man. <laughs> I ain't mad at Susie, man. I ain't mad at Susie at all. No matter what anybody says, once again, like I said, it's nothing wrong with being either one of them. It's knowing how to handle either one of them. I, like I said, personally, I think if you're an alpha male, you're more likely going to be in the situations where people can't handle you for sure because you're probably just going to be too much. Yeah. And, uh, and like I said, it's a lot of niggas running around here that just because they in the gym every day, they think they alpha males. Like, bro, I've already gotten to the point, and this is, this is I, I love my fitness community, but I had to, I had to, I had to draw a line, but I can't fuck with y'all no more. Like, I, 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 can't, I came to that point about two weeks ago, and I was like, I don't even want to be affiliated I'm not, you will not see another fitness post from me. Just based on the fact that when I look at the fitness community at times, it's like, it's sad. Because like on one end, I know it's people out there that genuinely have an interest in fitness and they're really trying to get their bodies right. They're, they're trying to compete and that's their livelihood. That's what they love. But on the other end, this attention horn, bro, I can't get with it. Like for real, dude, like you were in a grocery store, but as you half naked, Lifting water jugs over your head. Like, what is you doing? <laughs> like, the fitness community is becoming a joke. Like, people doing handstands, going tiffy. Like, you doing handstands, walking across the room. What are you going to gain from that? I'm like, what is the purpose of some of these exercises I see? And I, I just, it just baffles me that the fitness community is slowly becoming a joke. And it's like, when people know that you're really into it, they really can't take you serious. Like, it's, they just look at it like a trend, like veganism. If y'all get a chance, um, go to Lupe Fiasco's page. He's letting the vegans have it. <laughs> like, he's not giving a fuck. Like, he's like, he basically said, he straight up said, I love vegetables, but I hate vegans. And I'm just like, bro, like, if you don't understand where he's coming from, then it is what it is. I, although I'm not, a, I'm not finna sit here and say I hate anybody, I feel him though, because I can tell a guy that has probably been exposed to millions more people than me and you have. Mm -hmm. He's probably come across more vegans. And me being exposed to just a few vegans, mm, digitally, they're annoying as fuck. I told you about my vegan interaction. <sighs> like, I just, like, just volunteered that you was a vegan. Like, I didn't even ask I you all, ask you all that. I just asked what you were eating. Like, you just, I, oh, I mean, it's because I'm a vegan. Like, I, didn't, I didn't ask you that, bro. If you, you can just like vegetable stir fry, and, and that, that's all it takes. Like I don't need to know that you're a vegan and you're eating only vegetables. I didn't ask you that. If you wasn't a vegan, you be getting this pork. Like I don't, I don't know. And you know what's killing me about vegans now? Like they want their food to look like regular food. Like they be like, though, we got a vegan barbecue shop, Bruh, Just go get you some barbecue if you want. If you want <laughs> something that looks like barbecue, like why are you doing this yourself? You clearly, you clearly have. You're missing it. What You're kill, missing the meat. What kills me is they're like, you know, oh, oh it tastes just like, it tastes just like barbecue. Oh. No. You know what tastes just like barbecue? <laughs> barbecue. <laughs> barbecue tastes just like barbecue. It does. You would be shocked to know that a pork rib, if it's a pork rib, it's going to taste like a fucking pork rib. Like, I don't need my food to be genetically modified in some lab. Like, I'm already having to fight and battle with that shit now. So, why don't, just give me, just give me the meat. Just give me the vegetables. I like both of them. My thing, like my thing, <laughs> I'll is, eat it. I'll eat it all. Yeah, like my thing is vegetarians back in the day weren't even this annoying, bro. I swear, vegans are the new pita. They are the wow. new pita. Like they are that annoying. And once again, I love the ideal of people being vegan, but don't try to shove that shit down my throat. Like, bro, <laughs> that's, that's that's like that's like that's like you sitting there and, and sitting 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 here, sitting here watching me eat Wendy's. Be like, bro, that's that's, that's twelve hundred calories right there that you're taking in. I don't give a shit. Wendy's gave me all this food for $4. You think I care about the calories right now? Bro, let me tell you something. 
that's one of the reasons why I couldn't really fuck with a fitness chick. I like looking at fitness women, obviously, and I think that their dedication is cool, but the, the few that I've come across, they be annoying like that. They be like, how can you eat that? Like, dude, for real? Like, can I, <laughs> can I, can I live? Can, I, know, I know you doing your journey and everything, and that's great for you. You got your shakes and your salad with no dressing and all that. Yeah. Look. I'm finna drop mine in some ranch and put a little cheese on it. Let me live. You eat your dry ass salad. <laughs> I'm gonna eat my wet salad or my, my greasy burger. Yeah, you you do you, B. Straight That's up. That's it. B, B just do I you. Just, I just can't get with this 2017 about to be 2018 line of thinking. Like, what's what? I really value people minding their motherfucking business. I really do. And, and I think that's a, it's been a huge problem for like the past two years because it seems like Privacy is no longer, you know, something that people appreciate anymore. That's why vegans volunteer that they're vegans. Like, bro, keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> you know? Like somebody said, oh, I'm a vegan. Say, man, chill, 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 <laughs> chill, chill. We don't need all that. You we can need only all imagine that. how better. That's like, that's, again, that's me saying, you know what? I'm a meat eater. Say, say, Jay, what the fuck? Jay, why you get that out there like that, man? Let's <sighs> gonna come and get you. You're talking like that. Man. I just had to get that off my chest because that—that still, to me, it's—it's it's, it, all of it falls in the into one bowl. Like the beta shit, the alpha shit, being vegan. People just needing to label themselves something to feel special, I guess. And that's why I just said, for me personally, I mean, if you, if it's, if somebody, I, I know a few people that are, you know, fucking with psychology and shit like that. If they were to tell me beta and alpha or some shit that goes back centuries, then okay, I'll listen to it. That's fine. But I still, my personal belief is, depending on how you were raised, you're either going to be one or the other. And you're more likely to be an alpha male if you have that balance in your household growing up. But then again, I mean, what does being an alpha male really mean? Like, does that, does, that, does that guarantee you more success in life? Mm-hmm. You know, does that, I mean, is my, because based off what we said already, uh, pimps are beta males. It's pretty much proven. So if, if pimps are beta males, they're able to keep, uh, get women what makes the alpha male so special? They walk into they because they're described as a cat that can walk into the room and the women want him and everybody looks up to him. Shit, pimps be the same way. So I'm trying to figure out like what once again what makes them so special, you know? And I don't what, I don't see the, the, what makes anybody so special. Exactly, like, exactly. Like okay, if if I was to sit here and say, oh, I'm an alpha male, I'm this and that. What does that mean? It means absolutely nothing. I'm still gonna die. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna be in successful relationship or a failed relationship, it doesn't, it doesn't yeah, determine it, any of that. Yeah, it doesn't make me any more superior. Yeah, you know, it, wow, but anyways, I, I think, I think that's a conversation that could probably go on for, for, for months and months because I know we're going to probably get more feedback on alpha male and beta male and even Maybe alpha female shade. and beta female. Some shade oh, of course, of course. But like I said, I, I want people to actually, you know, get a, take a chance to, you know, Sit back, you know, Wikipedia the shit, Google the shit, but alpha female and, and, and beta female is pretty much cut and dry what they are. And if a person really seeking a relationship would 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 actually think about those things and consider them, I mean, they would obviously see that being alpha male, alpha female is really all that special. Clearly being alpha male ain't all that special either because when I really think about the alpha male, I just kind of think about somebody that's kind of... He's so intimidating, nobody really wants to fuck with him. Basically. You know, it's like, okay, and, you know, and, and they're only going to attract a certain type of female. And it's like, eh. They want that, that alpha male that's going to be dominating and that's going to be out there ready to turn up for any reason. I mean, they might turn them on. Everybody got their type. Everybody got their type. Yeah. Is that a bad thing? I don't think it's a bad thing. But you're asking me. Man, we've, we've talked about this before. All, all the time. Um, I personally think that to say that you don't have a type like, I say that a lot, but at the same time, I say, think to sit there and say you just don't have a type, eh, it's kind of hard to believe. It's hard, to, it's hard <laughs> to believe, but also at the same time, like we always say, you say you have a type, and then that type keeps doing you wrong, then maybe your type is wrong. For you. For you. Definitely. Um, maybe you think you have a type. I, I think, I think my, I, I tell people all the time, my type has less to do with the physical and more with the mental. Definitely. You know, because... Beyonce said chemistry means way more than anatomy. Honestly, you figure out figure that shit out the long like the hard way too. Because I mean, there's a lot of dudes out there that just want this freaking 
Adonis type female that's just oh my god and then the personality that goes with it is Kelly Bundy-ish or you know <laughs> or alpha uh, female it, it ain't, ain't for everybody I mean honestly and then, and then the thing is like that uh, that, uh, that guy who's that guy that you that was talking about um, what it means to like get a female like an easy a easy female oh it's a um, YouTube page um, called Hot Damn I Rock Hot damn, I rock. So he, I, I caught on to what he said real quick. And he basically was saying, you know, when I say I want an easy woman, that doesn't mean I want a, a woman that's easy to have sex with because in all honesty, it's not easy for a man to just have sex with any woman. It's a, It takes some type of work. It's some type of work that's going to come with it. Mm-hmm. It's either his swag is going to have to be right, which is probably going to mean he's going to have some type of money to get his swag, right? And are they still using swag now? Is that word still popping? We popular? use it. We, we use it. it. No, fuck it. Okay, and then you have to have, you know, you have to have, how do I say, a, a demeanor or a certain confidence. And sometimes that takes years and years to gain. It takes work. It does. <laughs> it does. It takes trial and error. You know, everybody's just don't wake up with confidence. You know, so, and then, you know, just perfecting your game, perfecting your craft. And I like when he said, an easy female is a female that's approachable, a female that. It's easy to get close to. But then again, like I said, you know, everybody wants to be alpha. Nobody wants to be easy like that. Yeah. Everybody wants to be alpha. Everybody wants to be unapproachable. It's like, I want to be able to go out and people not be threatened or feel like I don't want to be in a Trayvon Martin situation. God bless his soul. I'm just saying, like, dude, he just had a he just had a hoodie yeah. on. He's intimidating. Just, just my man, what you doing over here? And then also... Be able to speak back. Not like, man, fuck you, mind your business. Like, no. Say, my mom's live up up street, and you know I'm head up street. Like, I ain't got no reason to tell you anything, but at the same time, I have no reason to be defensive either. Life would be so simple. If people just genuinely enjoyed being themselves, and they weren't trying to be these images and these, you know, these uh, metaphors of themselves, just be you. That's it, man. That's you know, it. And, and, and I mean, naturally, you may be alpha, naturally, you may be beta, but come on. Come on. Wouldn't it just be so much fun to just wake up and just be able to just say, you know, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. Yeah, I'm going to do me. Today, people, say, people post it all the time, but they just don't do it. Man. That's, that's the same post. It's like, um, you know what? I'm deactivating my account. This is just too oh, much for just me. Just fucking do it. Just go, man. If that's what you need to do for you, do it for you. You don't have to tell anybody else. Nobody really cares. Just say, I mean, low-key, 100% of the time. Well, 98% of the time, I don't care. <laughs> Just saying. But uh, uh, we rambled on long enough. Uh, did you have anything you know that you wanted to bring to the table? I mean, because we got a bunch of topics. But we got, it's it's about, like you said, the cold season just started. The, the year winding down. I mean, you got this, you got you got you about to be a Dallas win. Be in Dallas for a couple of weeks. Uh-huh, okay, I got Denver coming slide, up. Slide a Cowboys game, you know. Oh man, that's sad. That's sad. You still rooting for them? I'm, I'm a diehard, bro. Bro, I'm gonna be in there with my Zeke jersey on, and he probably gonna be. Suspended. When he just gonna go home, bro? When he just gonna just say, you know what, bro? But I, see, I understand that. Oh, it's the passion for the game. No, no, it's not even the passion for the game. It's that you're not gonna label me as something that I'm not. Because he's truly defending himself. He's truly defending himself. Gotcha. Now, gotcha. now the only issue I have with this, if it comes out and it's like, oh, by the way, here's a video of you beating her, then you're absolutely 1,000% wrong. You out of there. You way out of there. I think you should be kicked out the league forever. But, as long, but as long as you're defending yourself and you're like, no, I'm not an abuser. I didn't do this. I got to respect that. that. To me, that's even something like when somebody calls me a liar. Like yeah, that is that's some, a strong label, and if, if they're labeling me that, and that's not what I've done, and that's not who I am, bruh, it pisses me off. Like I, I, I will battle that, but then if it comes out that I was lying, then I'm extra wrong. But if you call me a liar and I'm battling you for it, that's I'm battling you with my whole heart because don't you're not gonna label me something that I'm not. Straight up, ever. Yeah, I mean, and speaking of that, like I was like I was telling, I was talking to uh, Jay Mark in, um, in the barbershop and a. Uh, we were talking about the Meek Mill situation. And I was telling them, I'm like, you know, I've been on probation before. And I know how the shit is. Um, his case is pretty unique, though, because when I was peeping Meek Mill's case and I realized that 
he when he in 2008 initially he was he was sentenced to 11 to 23 months in prison for a gun and drug possession. Okay, instead of doing the 11 to 23 months, he opted to do five years of parole. I'm gonna tell you like this, as a person that's been on probation before, low key. If I knew I can go to prison and I'm finna come out a millionaire two, for 23 months, I'm doing that 23. Go ahead and do that, bitch. To do five years of parole is fucking retarded. Whoever advised him to do that set him up for failure for the rest of his life, apparently. Because you gotta think about something. That was 2008. It's about to be 2018. If you'd have just did that two years, this shit would have been done by 2010. This nigga's stretching this shit beyond... The five years that he was supposed to do, he's literally about to do 12, 13 years of his life to the to the state for something that was only worth a two year prison sentence. Bro, that's how the, that's how the, that's how the justice system fucks you. Bro, I seen I seen Kieran video about it, and it made a whole lot of because he was telling his own story. Okay, I never uh, seen it. Well, basically, he took he took the parole option, but you know, as a part of your parole, you have to find a job. Of course, cool. But also as part of a parole, whenever I call and tell you to be here, gotta be you got to be here. So, he says, you know, I go out here and I get this job, boom, whatever. He say, but my parole officer call and say, you got you need to be here at 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I got to work today. I, I can't. No, you need to be here at 1 o'clock. What happens when you skip work to go to your parole meeting? Yeah, yeah. They fire your ass. Yeah, pretty much. Now, you don't have a job. You're in violation of your parole. But I'm going to stop you right there, though, because low-key, if you're on parole, it's two, it's two different things, being on probation and being on parole. See, when you're on probation and when you initially go to that district criminal court, you when you're getting put on probation, you have a district probation officer. That district probation officer low-key wants to see you fail, whether you're white, black, Mexican, alien, green, purple, whatever. That They want to see you fail because they don't give a shit about you. They've already labeled you as a criminal because you got them in court pretty much fighting your case. So they see that you're about to take the probation route. They know low-key in their minds, you're guilty. That's why you're taking the probation route. You're either guilty or you can't prove your innocence, which in their mind is the same thing. When you get sent to your county probation officer, that county probation officer low-key is trying to protect you and trying to do everything. Not, not really, but they're trying to make sure that you stay in line so you don't got to see that, that district probation officer again. Mm-hmm. So you just got to think about a regular dude that's not a millionaire that's in that situation if he violates in any way, I mean, he's going to face repercussions too. This nigga, Meek Mill, is a millionaire. And this is the second time that he's violated. Yeah. Because I'm, if I'm not mistaken, he got it like two years ago around Halloween, right? Uh, Yeah, right before his second album. So I'm like, I understand the, the outrage because you don't understand the justice system. But no matter what anybody says, dude... You should have been in, you should have did your two years in prison for a gun and drug possession in 2008. It's now 2017. So to me, if you've been on probation that long or parole that long, and you, dude, the dude was on parole, got jail, got parole extended, you fucked up again. Come on now. <laughs> now you're going back to jail. That's what, that's, that's what the black community loves the, the whole ideal of free my nigga, free my nigga. No, don't free your nigga. He killed 22 people. He just shot up a whole block. Why you talking about free that nigga, bro? He's a problem. He's a he's a he's a <laughs> but, menace to society. But the thing is about the black community, we don't want to point at ourselves first. Of course, we not. want to point what everybody else is doing. It's that, not doing always ourselves. the man. No, the man is the, unfair. Okay, cool. The man is the yeah. The man nobody, is unfair. Say, look, you didn't. Nobody even, you didn't, by that. You didn't ask to be here, and nobody told you it was gonna be fair. Straight up, straight up. You know, and, and that's kind of my that's kind of how I look at parenting too. That's why, I, like, a lot of times I look at it like when we talk about beta, beta male and beta female, like, I don't sit there and get mad at the fact that I don't, I don't, I'm not quick to say a female can't raise a man because at the end of the day, once she, once she conceives that whatever that is, is what is it going to be a male or a female, they're making the choice at that point to say, you know, they're, they're building up the courage to say, I'm going to raise this, this man or raise this, this one, this woman. And, Although it's not always the smartest decision, I mean, we in society, we kind of feel like, hey, once that baby is born, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. And the reality of it is, we don't always do a great job. People are going to do what they want to do because by the time you become an adult, I mean, the choices are yours. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you looking at Leangelo Ball over there and wherever he is. Tripping. 
You think LeVar Ball hasn't done everything he's he can he's capable of to make sure that his fucking son's not a fucking kleptomaniac? <laughs> like, and you don't become a kleptomaniac at 19. The shit usually probably registers like around 12 or 13. So I'm really skeptical about the fact that this guy actually is the person that was actually stealing. But, yeah. But uh, back to the point. My thing is we just got to understand that in the black community that we can't sit here and glorify the actions of the negative actions and then not take accountability for the fact that, you know, we're kind of coddling this behavior because we're glorifying it. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is. We just got to accept the fact that Meek Mill, Meek Mill is accepting it. He fucked up. I mean, I mean, you messed up. You, you got to eat that. You got to own it. Yeah. That's, that's something I've been preaching for a while. Own it. It's Everybody across the board. It's hard for people to do, man. But like I said, uh, we 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 cheer on the menace to society, and and then we're shocked when they're put in when the consequence arises. It's like, what do you expect for a serial killer to to uh, to obtain when he gets caught? Like the nigga's gonna get a prison sentence. You know, it's don't don't compare what's going on with Meek to these other people because there's probably so many variables that make his situation much different. Exactly. You can point. The, I, I, I'm a strong believer in the people that are the most divisive are the people that point out race, the people that point out gender, the people that point out, you know, um, whatever distinctive thing about you in order to justify what they feel is wrong. It's like you bringing that out, but at the same time, you got to realize that there are other variables too. You're bringing that out to be divisive. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of feel like people that do that are the most divisive. But hey, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm not always right. Hey, I feel like I'm always right. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Uh, you know. I guess you're seeing a little clearer now, huh? A little, little bit, a little oh, bit. Okay. Feeling better? Yeah, a little better. A little bit. Your eyes still fucking creepy. Yeah. I can tell you that it's now. Be, it'd be all right. Yeah. That's what they keep telling me. Yeah, I hope so. I don't think I can take this in another week. <laughs> Next time when I come, I need to make sure that you need to make sure that shit is gone. What what am I gonna, what am I gonna do about it? I'm doing. You see, I had to get up in the middle of the thing to put the drops in. Then what is that? I have to put these, bro. Like I got like I got like four or five sets of drops. One pair of drops I got to do um, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Wow. Then I have another one I do breakfast, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Then I have another one that I do for every hour that I'm awake. Damn. Until I run out. I'm not that and responsible. Then, and then I have another one that. That after I run out of the ones that I do every hour, I do these every two hours. This is going to be like a two, three month process. Anybody out there listening that's about to do LASIK, that's what he's going through. And if you're considering doing it and you're a lazy piece of shit, you might want to reconsider it. But guess what? When I wake up, I ain't got to reach and grab no glasses. I ain't got to go put on no contacts. Eventually. Well, this is the day. Yeah, that's true. See. You wake up, do the little, juice your eyes up for the day. I don't even, I mean, I could, I, like when I woke up from my, my, my post op now, I could see. A little sensitivity to light, a little blurriness, but you know, they say that'll pass. Wow, that's amazing. They, they've said a lot. They say, they say a lot. And I bought it all. <laughs> yeah, you sure did. But if, they, if they sold me a dream, I bought it. So from, from here on out, like like say this time next year, would you have to like do eye insurance? Like do you have to keep your eye insurance? Um, or now you can just do dental and health? I mean, I'm going to keep it. Oh, okay, just, just in because, case. I mean, I'm still going to go to my regular eye exam because if I go to an eye exam they say hey this is messing up I have a gotcha. uh, I have a warranty guarantee with this place so gotcha. I'm just go back and say hey you want to see my doctor he said I can't see 2020 no more y'all niggas gotta fix this mm. okay okay well which was a weird thing about the office because typically when you go to an office you'll see a, a nice mix of like you know white nurses black nurses mm-hmm. some Hispanic nurses there were only Dark skinned nurses, like, and they weren't even okay. There was a black nurse. She was, I seen her today, but like, there were no white nurses. I don't, I don't but I don't want to go out on a limb and say that all of them were Hispanic either. It was, it was kind of weird. Like, hmm. Hmm. They might have got you. Hmm. I watch. I, I'll go back for my post op tomorrow, and nobody'll be there. <laughs> wow, that'd be some scary oh, shit. Face gone. Damn, they hit a lick and left. Stole your eyeball, boy. You yeah, know, boy. <laughs> Straight get it. What is that? Get out? Get out. Working traffic. <laughs> you got words of advice for the people, man. 
I just like to tell people that once again, I didn't hate Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a, 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 a entertaining movie, but me being um, a comic book enthusiast, you know, I don't know. I still it's still a part of me that. Although it's a comic book movie, I kind of want to see some seriousness in a comic book movie. It's a comic book movie, so you can't take it all that serious anyway. But to me, Thor Ragnarok just went all the way left. Like, it was just goofy as shit. I'm like, man, y'all made Incredible Hulk goofy? What the fuck? Did did, did nothing to further the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe plot. No, like Nice Guy said, it, it, didn't, it didn't further the culture at all. Like, it just kind of made it seem like we're literally out here just trying to be entertaining we just want to be family. We want to be Disney. That's what it is. It's Disney, bro. Yeah. Like, Disney just wants it. Disney's going to have their dark moments, but it's like, we're going to make sure that we, we candy coat the shit out of it. That way, we get, we gain a bigger audience. That's why, I mean, honestly, my thing is, Marvel right now, be Marvel. Let Deadpool be the slapstick comedy. <laughs> you know? Right now, I'm anticipating Deadpool more than any of this shit because I think all this shit's probably going to be corny as fuck from here on out. But there are certain characters I expect that from. I expect it from Spider-Man. I expect it from Ant-Man. But if, if Black Panther comes out goofy as shit, I'm be mad, bro. It better be a serious tone. If that movie better be as serious as Winter Soldier was. That's just my opinion. I, I feel like uh, that's why Winter Soldier is one of the best Marvel movies. Because mm-hmm. it had that serious tone. You have your moments of comedy, but at the same time, come on, man. We're already looking at niggas in costumes. <laughs> it, it, they're not serious, right? Right, <laughs> you know? it's true. But, anyways, um, I guess my well, let me let me beat you the words of advice because I don't, I don't I don't have nothing too deep this time. But um, I would like to say, uh, be just be more than a pretty face. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, when I say I, I would say extend your vocabulary, but uh, in a, in the sense of just extend beyond just being a pretty face because. You got You have to have more to offer this planet than just looking good. And um, like I talked about the fitness community earlier, I said I was thinking to myself, like, you know, I respect people for being into fitness, but at the same time, it's being oversaturated by people that are just pretty faces, and they're just pretty much they fucking up the game because it's not about being pretty. It's not about being fit anymore. Or actually, you know, strength gaining is literally just about. I look better than you. And that's why one of my, the funniest posts like I, I look at nowadays when I see somebody say, um, it said, um, who, who, who writes more, uh, a fitness model on, in her post or, you know, or Tyrese. I felt like that shit was funny. Cause I'm like, I don't know, man, them fitness models, they put a lot of unnecessary bullshit under their picture. I'm like, first of all, <laughs> that shit doesn't need, that caption doesn't even match the picture. You need to stop and pray for Tyrese. Man. That's uh, all I gotta say. Tyrese had a full live mental breakdown. Oh yeah, but tripping, t- talking about some fake donations he getting from the Smiths. Come on now, nigga, trip. Uh, my words of advice: first, first, don't treat loyalty like that's something that somebody should be rewarded for. Loyalty is a standard, so don't be out here like. A loyal, I, I seen this because somebody said loyalty is attractive. No, a half naked woman in a swimsuit is attractive. Straight up, loyalty is a standard. Pretty much, regardless of if you're in a relationship or if this is your best friend, loyalty is a standard. So don't 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 get that confused. Don't please don't. I feel you on that. And then two, two. Ask yourself, are you happy? And be honest with yourself about that. You gonna do about it if you're not? Cause if you're not, then you're just wasting time. Like I told you last week, happiness is a state of mind. You, if you want to be happy, you want to, you, you're gonna be happy. You wake up. If you wake up tomorrow in the morning when you get up, you, you got, you got a, a, a flurry of thoughts that are gonna go through your head. And within those first two or three minutes that you been up, you made the decision already. If I'm gonna have a shitty day or a nice one, I promise you. Cause I've sat there and I've, I've I peeped myself and I was like, hold on. Man, I'm gonna get up, work out. I'm gonna have a good day, and I had I had, I had a decent day. Yeah, I wasn't tripping. You made a choice. I didn't wake up like, oh, I need my coffee, Becky. You don't need that coffee. You need to fucking relax. You're making an excuse to be a bitch, Becky. That's all you're That's doing, it. Becky. Come on, you don't need the coffee. You don't need it. Come on now. All right, pretty good. 
I think it was. I'm impressed. Feels good to be back. All right. Yeah, consistent. Consistency. I hope right. it pays off someday. Maybe. Yeah. That's what they say. Whoever they is. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?